Yeah, now we're doing it. <laughs> 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 I love that I'm like the most professional um, podcast person ever. Yeah. You got here 11 minutes ago, so it only took us like three. That's not that bad. Three it's tests. You'd be surprised how much more unprofessional people could be. Are you sure? I mean, I already I have you in my bedroom. I've done a podcast where we're all bed. around one phone. A phone? Just one phone. Four people, one voice memo. How did it work out? Poorly. Real I've, poorly. You know, my first episode ended up being from my phone. Yeah. Because I had ordered mics. I decided, like, the first, the, fr- the day I decided to do this podcast, like, the next day I had a guest on. Okay. So, like, I was, like, I didn't even think it through. I was just, yeah. like, I'm going to do this thing. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, you get something and you, you execute it. Yeah, and then this poor girl, um, Chrissy Madrano, you know who that mm. is? Yeah, so she comes over. And she was super chill about it. I was like, I just have a phone, so we're just going to fucking go rogue. And I had no furniture in my apartment yet. Great. <laughs> so it was like so echoey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that almost sounds like a serial killer type of move. Yeah. Empty, empty apartment. Mm-hmm. Making evidence on your phone. Yep. Luring a young girl over. Right. <laughs> except that like I'm smaller than everyone. Yeah. And um, I don't. She might give you a run for mo- your money for being small. But her and I, no, her and I bonded over the fact that we're probably, like, the same height. Yeah. She might have, like, an inch on me. Yeah. Um, and that's um, why I had her be on the podcast. Is like, I started out only having people on that were, like, my equal. Okay. And then I was like, well, it is called Me and My More Successful Friends. Yeah. So. And you're doing it just based on height? I was doing it based <laughs> on height. But then I found out during the podcast that she's, like, far more successful than I am. So. I think everyone, I think <laughs> it's just sort of a relative thing. Everyone looks very successful on the internet. That's what I always think. Yeah. No, well, she w- she had something go to Tribeca, so that's pretty Yeah, rad. that's pretty cool. But, um, oh, yeah. So, hey, guys. This is uh, me and my more successful friends. Hello. The podcast. I have Kyle Ayers yeah. on. I said your last name, right? You did. It's like right? the plural of air. Air. Even though that isn't a thing, but that's how it is. Ayers. Yeah, yeah. Do people ever fuck it up? Oh, uh, yeah. What do they say? Ayers. I've got Myers before. No M in it, though. What? <laughs> uh, people just really see the A, and they're just like, that's kind of an M. We're going to roll with it. Um, so a lot of dyslexia. You encounter a lot of people with dyslexia? Or yeah. <laughs> like I get a lot of Ayers. Ayers. Okay. A lot of people get it right now because there was this terrorist named Robert Ayers who got mm. kind of famous again when Obama was running for president. Really? And his name spelled like mine. Yeah. But terrorist is like a loose broad term for who he was i'm not super familiar but uh, he became like prevalent in the news briefly again there's mm-hmm. not a lot really any famous Ayerses. i see yeah i um dated someone who had the last name Ayers. a-y-e uh-huh. or a-y-r-a-y-e-a-y-e-r-s yeah oh there we go um he was a psychopath so great was it no, robert Ayers? <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding no oh. he was a very nice person <laughs> Yeah, there's that big rock in Australia, <laughs> Ayers Rock. That's about the most famous Ayers thing. Okay. And even then, they renamed it, so we lost it. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, you know, you had a claim to fame for a hot I minute. I did, a huge rock. Yeah, you are um, famous, I wanted to go to visit the rock. But now, there's no point. There's no point. So is that like, what What does that say about you, that you only wanted to go see something because you like shared a name you know what's crazy is i would go and i wouldn't even tell anyone that that was my name i would just have been personally internally excited 
So do you think that like when we put names on things or like it like it's immediately like creates some type of attachment? For sure. I name inanimate objects all the time and then have a harder time throwing them away. Like a sh- <laughs> like not like a shirt, but like I have a Roomba. Its name is Robo Robo Evacuum. It's not a very good name. That's very cute. But I like it <laughs> more because it has this funny little name. And I, th- I think if I got a new one or it broke, I would get sad. Oh, wow. It's not, I mean, it's not healthy. Do you find yourself getting attached to a lot of inanimate objects? <laughs> yeah, probably more so than people. It's <laughs> definitely a big problem. <laughs> it's definitely a big problem. Uh, n- but I just give, I like to give everything a dumb little name. I like naming things. Okay. And so then it gives you a weird attachment to it when you've named it. Interesting. Yeah. Like I, I have a hard time with fish when they die. If I fish? Had pet fish? I had pet fish in college and I would name them and they would die and I would get sad. But don't fish have like a three day shelf life right. normally? Yes. Okay. So you were like getting a lot, you were like buying a lot of fish then, I assume. You come across them, but usually purchases or gifts. Mm. I think only like seven fish. That's a, that's seven more than I've ever been given. <laughs> like that's, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, to I me. got them f- as a gift from an ex. And then it's always a weird thing to give someone a gift that is responsibility. Do you know what I mean? If fish isn't a ton, like I couldn't go out of town. Really? I, I, otherwise, I had to find someone to feed them. You can't just, like, put, like, a fish bowl. On the plane? No, like, in the, like, before you leave, just, like, take a bunch of food and just, like, throw it in there. No, they'll eat it until they die. Oh. Well, they have no rationing, those fish. Clearly, I don't know how fish yeah, work. Yeah, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> and Michael Jackson did not know when to stop eating. <laughs> well, Michael Jackson now, I think people don't feel bad that he died. Yeah because we certainly can be swayed by a documentary my fish were michael jack's fin and gilly mays and <laughs> lawrence fishburn and quadri fish mail so i take it you like um doing like you're a big play on words kind of yeah kind of guy especially with fish names okay do you have any fish right now no no pets what do I, I thought you had a cat there's a cat that my roommate's cat lives with me oh it yeah. lives with you it li- yeah yeah cohabitates co- yeah it has more space but okay. it lives there. It's all right, cat. I see. I see it on the Insta sometimes. <sighs> yeah, she'll make some appearances. She has a tiny, tiny head and a weird-shaped body. And so I don't like to put it too forward, but she's a good cat. People um, like animals more. Like, they like seeing animals on the Internet more than I think people. Yeah, I don't so. think you can ever feel jealous of an animal for no. its success. No, like, if I need to feel some validation one day... I'll just post myself with an animal knowing oh, yeah. that the only reason I'm getting any type of likes is because the animal is in the picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just am um, a new uncle and very excited to rake in the likes for this nephew. Oh, but unfortunately, he lives too far away. So I got to make some trips to just go stock up on some nephew pictures. Are you one of those guys that takes pictures with babies that aren't yours and then puts them um, on the dating apps with you? No, I actually haven't been, you know, on the dating like dating apps for a long time. Uh, but no, not no babies. You just then you just then you have to talk about it. Yeah, there's a baby there. Respect. Yeah, I have a joke about that because I feel very strongly about like being upset when i see people when the kid is not there i'm just yeah. like why yeah what is the fuck and they know what they're doing you know what i mean you're not just putting a random photo up there you're never like holding a baby thinking this is where i look the best i think that it i get like why because 
guys think that it tugs on our heartstrings in some way because sure. we're supposed to be maternal. But there are a lot of women out there where I'm that are much like me. I think where I'm just like, I don't just because I see you holding a baby, it's not going to make me want to fuck you more. Yeah, or the baby. Or and what if the baby's cuter than you? Then it's just right. sort of like yeah, I'm going to swipe left. Yeah, the comparison. You don't want to have that there. Yeah, I'm so like I have a nice picture with a nice duck. Yeah, or some sort of animal. Animals, animals work. Maybe so. Not a pet. Kyle, this, uh, we were talking earlier off air, so to speak, yeah. of the theme of my podcast, me and my more successful friends. Um, so I invite people on mm-hmm. that essentially are more successful than me. But I always like to start off after the banter. I think we had some nice, that was a good eight minutes and 35 Great. seconds of banter. <laughs> I, do you feel <laughs> more comfortable Oh, now? always, always. Okay, cool. Um, so I, I like to talk about how I met. The, like my guest because mm-hmm. I think it's very essential to um, where we're going to go today in this one hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you remember how we met? I don't. You alluded to it. It made sense. <laughs> Who I, I don't I, I think I've blocked out of my mind most open mic experiences from New York. OK, but aside from New York, like, do you think like I think we've met other places in L.A.? Yeah, I mean, definitely when I I think we met when I visited before. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I don't remember the first time we met at all. Okay, I think it was possibly an open mic in New York in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, it all checks out. Possibly, I could be making this all up in my head, but I'm pretty sure that's how I'm I. I'm okay first if you make first it up too. Yeah, if I yeah. first met you, I think we met at an open mic, and it was like in a bar, a very dark. This is all this all the math is checking out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was with Katie mm-hmm. Holler, who's here, who's actually people she's in my apartment right now. She's in town staying with me mm-hmm. from New York, oddly yeah. enough. So it's all full that's, circle. That's just fun timing, yeah. All fucking full circle. Um and then I think after that was at the Virgil. I think I went to I I showed up at a show that you were hosting at the Virgil. Okay, probably like a like years First ago. First Comes Love show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it was like the Craigslist. Yeah, yeah, that was First script. Comes Love. We did do that at the Virgil one time. Yeah. That was very fun. And one of my friends, Anna, was in it. Oh, yeah, Gilchrist? Yes, oh, yeah. she's great. Yeah, so I like didn't know her super well, but I just knew her through comedy, and she posted, and I was, I was like, I'll show up to this thing. Yeah, and yeah. I like put, you were there. So I think that's... Aside from the open mic, which yeah. doesn't count. Which doesn't count. But this is all like the timeline, so... This has been over the course of five years, I would say. That was a long time ago. Um, and now you're like a millionaire. Probably my second trip ever. I'm so rich. Yeah, you've been on I like drove a Nis- Nissan here. Yeah. Oh, my God. The a Nissan Versa. What, what year? Oh, no. we uh, t- Last year. See? You're real. That's like in comedy world. Right. Coming up. Well, I just got it three months ago. See? Oh, my God. <laughs> newer, like newer used. Oh, very used. Very used. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah used. How Certified many? pre-owned. Oh, certified. Like 30,000 miles. Used Not to be bad. a rental car. Even. Drives fine, is fine. Mm-hmm. I would get rid of it in a heartbeat if I could get something else. Oh, okay. But it's okay. It's nice. It's, you know, I lived here with the year with, without a car, so. How um, much money do you think you spent on Ubers and Lyfts during that time? Well, I tried to do the math uh, when I was looking at getting a car. Am I spending more if I get a car? Am I spending more on Ubers and Lyfts? And it would still be around, you know, two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars a month. 
a month. Because I go out to Burbank a lot um, mm-hmm. and just long trips over to the west side a couple times a week. And that wasn't, you know, if it's $250 a month and I don't get to do any impulse things, I have to plan everything out with an Uber. Like I f- if I'm doing something, I kind of have to leave for the day. You can't do four or five trips a day or it starts to add up. And yeah. Uh, so then I was just like, I might as well just get a car. I just resisted it. So you got a car. Do you have insurance on your car? <laughs> yes, it is illegal not to. Uh, <laughs> so they told oh, me. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, I wasn't. You know, I've, I've lived in L.A. my whole life. I kind of just don't play by any of the rules. No, I have insurance. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> if, you, if you don't get insurance, you don't worry about wrecks. Yeah. Like, basically, you just drive away. You just drive away if you're faster. Unless you get injured, then you're fucked. But right. people will feel bad for you. And yeah, then that's you what Kickstarter's lie. for. Yeah. Um, okay, that's cool. So you have a car. I have a car. Dope. It's been a big time. I, bri- I briefly had a car for two months when I drove Lyft because they'll give you a car. And that's why I did it. They'll give you a car? They'll rent it to you. And then the more you drive, the cheaper the car is. And it's a weird and up, uh. up front, a very good idea. It was mm-hmm. the car was basically free and the money was pretty good and I didn't have to drive a lot. But then after a month all of the they have these they're like new driver incentives uh, disappear and then it was a nightmare and I just gave it back. Really? What kind of car was it? Uh Hyundai. Something's like mm-hmm. brand new, but uh, I think they just get them from my assume car rental places that have overflow. I don't think people rent cars anymore. I didn't know about any of that. Yeah. Yeah, people don't really rent cars unless they come here for like travel and they want to drive somewhere far right because even if you're just here visiting short-term uber and lyft yeah so cheap yeah it works um and then the metro too i mean that's gotten a lot better um so that's cool so um still haven't shown why you're more successful than me but we'll get there besides driving Um, lyft yeah (laughs) (laughs) the thing we all associate with success yeah driving uh, lyft so like success is sort of this thing um that I think it's like a really interesting measure because like, you know, you could say it's subjective essentially, right? Because it is definitely. Yeah. Um, but like on a larger scale in comedy, um, I feel like for me, when I think about success, it's like if you can make a living mm-hmm. at doing stand up and I um, like, do you feel like are you're at a place like, so how long have you been doing comedy? Like about 10 years. 10 years. Okay. Yeah. With a couple breaks. A couple breaks in yeah. between? Yeah. What were those breaks? Like, because you're doing geographic, like uh, moving? or Maybe just like mental breakdowns uh, and, and cool. lapses in, in, in health. Health? Uh, and, and yeah, after college, I lived in Chicago for a little bit and had kind of a mental breakdown and took about a year away from doing comedy. And then when I first moved to New York, I just kind of d- didn't really like it. And, you know, there's four or five months there. And then that's happened again one time since then. And just, you know. Little breaks. So you're a real comedian. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's kind of <laughs> like how it goes, you know? Yeah, you got to uh, sometimes take care of yourself, even if other people are making you do it. When do you, like, do you think that comedy is something that at this point, because you've been doing it so long, to just stop altogether would, like... like I don't know if I'd have any discernible skills in anything else anymore. Really? I used to work IT for a long time, and then I worked at the Jeans Bar at the Apple Store for a long time. Oh, that's right. And uh, I got very good at untangling cables. Yep. Um, he did that for me, guys. So fast. It so I'm fast. so good at them. <laughs> and, and I don't think I could go back to doing that. I don't keep up with it, and I kind of hate technology now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know if I could do something else. I guess it's been four years, five years of just comedy money. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't know if I could figure it out. When did you feel like this was something that you're like, oh, this is like what I do? I don't know if I do yet, honestly. Really? Like legitimately, honestly, I don't. Because everyone, nothing feels real because there's no, it's such a bizarre thing to be a job because there's no promotions. Mm -hmm. You don't have a boss. There's even weirder and weirder ways to survive doing it now than even 10 years ago. It seemed more viable to be a stand-up comedian for your job. Now it seems like there's like seven stand-up comedians and a bunch of people who find ways to make money doing other things yeah. that have to do with it, whether it's like like almost all of my income comes from my podcast. Wow. Because of the ads. Because of everything. ads and, and being on like, yeah, yeah, weird stuff like that. And it's, I never thought that, that's crazy to me. And it, it, I never thought something. And then, you know, then there's some shows and I tour sometimes and you have uh, like a serious show and that's really still nothing. Mm -hmm. And then it's just sort of you hope it all adds up. That's crazy. Isn't it nuts how podcasts have become like it? Well, now it's like anyone can do one. Mm -hmm. But like to make money at something where six years ago. I mean, who was, like, one of the first, There were like, five of them six years ago. Yeah, it was, like, Mark Maron, yeah. Bill Burr. Um, you already had to have a following. Yeah. And then you could kind of just talk to them. Yeah, and people, like, and, and I think even during that time, only people that really were immersed in comedy kind of were tapping into podcasts. Right. Unless it, you listened to NPR, and then NPR, like, kind of had... You know, I yeah. did, did stuff like that and like Doug loves movies right. and all that shit. But mm. there were not that many, and uh, and now it is almost I don't want to say essential, mm -hmm. but it's how I found. I mean, I I just did a weekend in D.C. at a club and had probably sixty people come out because of my podcast to a live wow. stand-up show. And that's and how many people do I think came out because I was doing stand-up? Two. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's and then the rest crazy. of them came out because it was a club. And yeah, something to do. and they wanted to go out and yeah. drink, yeah, and party. And, and but I, there were a lot of people that came out. I could always tell too, because if the, everyone who listens to my podcast, like very, like there's always couples. Most people listen to my podcast. It's like fifty-seven percent women. Tell everyone what your podcast is. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have comedians rewrite movies they've never seen, and we read their scripts. So wow. they'll just write what they think a movie they've never seen is like a famous movie. That's fucking amazing. It's I actually fun. really like that. That sounds really fun. It's real fun. And then you could always tell podcast audience versus stand-up club audience because one of them is usually pretty sober and very nice and polite. And the other one is a comedy club audience who is hit or miss. Yeah, <laughs> like they want to be a part of right, the act. Or they want, <laughs> right, exactly. They came. They're helping you. They're helping you with, with heckling or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. So like, why are you successful and why am I not? <laughs> Let's just get uh, right maybe <laughs> because we, we define success differently. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> it's answer. It's probably the primary You're thing. You're just being nice now. Um, um, I mean, I don't know. I have a roommate. You have a roommate? Yeah. But you go on tour. Yeah. I mean, I do travel sometimes. I don't, uh, I mean, I know I can let you know my timeline and you can yeah. interpret it as success i suppose yeah let's hear your story but it doesn't uh um whenever i i did new faces at just for laughs in 2015 okay. and that is where i got sort of like i was unrepped and i got seen by an agency and i ran first comes love and shows like that mm -hmm. which is one of my favorites it's so fun it'll come back someday can we? Can it come back like this summer? This m probably not. Why uh, not? Because I'm going to Montreal this summer. 
for then, how long? Uh, just like a couple of weeks, but it takes too long to run. Are you? Sh- but I maybe you it. just need like a friend. I can help. I I'm like all about the Craigslist misconnection. <laughs> uh, someday it'll come back. But we made like a TV pilot of it for MTV, and it failed spectacularly. Really? And I was like, maybe it's just time. No, well, it was just um, like one. Everything fails on MTV now. For, oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. MTV, it was no if you want to give me a show, um, <laughs> yeah, or whatever else. I don't even think that undressed. I don't know what's oh on. Oh my MTV. god, I loved that show. Yeah, I like. I think it was ahead of its time. It undressed. really was. It, it would be so popular now. So popular, and like that's how I learned how to give a blowjob. Yeah. Like that show was fucking. I was like twelve when it came out. <laughs> Yeah, if it was on right now, because it was very melodramatic, Mm -hmm. and it was like a melodramatic teen thing, and that's so popular right now. If something like that came out now, it would be on Netflix and super, super, super popular. So good. Okay, so you go back back to you. So we, (laughs) yeah. One day I was working at, I worked at the Apple store in New York, and I got really frustrated. I hated it there. By the time I quit, I hated it so much. How many years did you work there? Five or six. Okay, so you like know how to take computers apart and put them back together. Yeah, they would like send you to training and wow, and okay, yeah. Um, and so I worked there for a while, and I just hated it. It got really bad. It got really kind of nightmarish. And then one day, I just put my two weeks in when I was frustrated, without even thinking about what I would do. Ooh. I was just like, yeah, uh, no, it was more stupid than cool. Uh, well, it's like an impulse thing. That's what we do as comedians. For, yeah, I think exactly. it's like in our blood to just be like, "Fuck everything." I just went. And I talked to my manager. I'm like, "I, I got. I don't like it here. I, I'm gonna put in my two weeks." He's like, "Okay." Uh, and then I remember going to lunch. I mean, like, I think I just quit. And everyone's <laughs> like, "Nice." I'm jealous. Like, <laughs> and yeah. it was put my two weeks left, and then things kind of did spectacularly start falling into motion. I, I remember I quit in like March, and then. That May, I got an audition for Just for Laughs, mm-hmm. and then it was the first time I auditioned for that, and then I got it. This was 2015. 2015. Mm-hmm. And then there, I got linked up with the agency I'm with, and then they did pretty good getting me a few gigs, some colleges right away and stuff like that, and, and I started saving up from that and had a little bit of like Apple stock that I could live off of in the leaner beginnings. It's not good now still, but uh, mm-hmm. and then just kind of figured it out. And here we are. And here we are. Sitting in my bedroom. Doing stand-up, sitting in your bedroom. In 2019. Oh, yeah, it is. I'm the number one podcast on <laughs> Spotify. Just uh, kidding, in no my it mind. Is. <laughs> it is. That's all right. Just make your own streaming service and be the number one podcast on hey, there. Hey, you know podcast service. Anyone that decides to listen to this, like, eventually, maybe I will be the number one. Yeah. So it could be like this. Maybe this won't get really... People won't catch on to this podcast for like maybe five years. Right. And maybe by then I'll still be doing it. Right. Or I something. feel great about it. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you this uh, this is the 10th episode, by the way. Awesome. 10th yeah. anniversary. 10th tenth anniversary. I started this in um, April. Oh, I thought you were going to say 2009. One a year. <laughs> Just doing one of them a year. I started this in April. <laughs> And I did seven up top, like, in a week. Yeah. I fucking just, this is how um, mentally unstable I am. Sure. I just, like, get an idea and I just fucking do it. Yeah. Or maybe that's, like, not unstable. No, it's a good thing. That's just, like, motivated. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I was like, okay, 14 people listen to this. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> right. That's not bad, though. 14's not bad. Right? I, I mean, I think I did a podcast at one time for three years, and we got to 200 by the end of it. That's amazing. Yeah. I made an appearance on a podcast that has 200 listeners, like, a week. That's great. Because <laughs> um, there's 200 people out there. You know, that's 
I mean, the 14 people that listen to this podcast are all people on Instagram. They're creepy and weird and just like slide in DMs, but perfect you know, my audience right those are the people <laughs> um so that's cool so you're so you have a podcast yeah um and then you have the show on sirius mm-hmm. and like what what kind of that's the um boast battle yeah like a compliment contest type of show So like so how does that work because you were doing it as a live show yeah and so. it still is a live show when it happens and the show on sirius is just recorded versions of the live shows we just take the audio from the live show and cut it up oh that's cool okay yeah, and then play it on there I see. Mm-hmm. Wow. So this is why you're successful because you have found multiple avenues. I definitely <laughs> have always made these things to try and just get more stage time. Mm-hmm. First Comes Love was just a show I put on to try and hang out with more comedians to get more stage time. And how did that idea come about? Because I actually, I haven't, in a really long time, I haven't seen a lot of shows that, like, what you, I don't know. Just talk about it. <laughs> First Comes Love is I put, I was just, when I lived in Brooklyn, I just lived with a bunch of guys who weren't comedians, like six of us in a four bedroom trash apartment where everyone lives when they first moved to New York. Like yeah. crap. And mm. for whatever reason, I was drunk or something. I was tired of applying for jobs. And I put an ad on Craigslist because I was tired of when you apply for like writing jobs online, they're always like, Send me 25-page script, and I'll see if I like your script. 25 pages? All this crazy stuff. They asked for a lot of stuff. And so I was just, as a joke, putting an ad up that said, like, hey, I'm so-and-so. I run this porn company. I'm looking (laughs) for writers for porn. If you think you can do a good job, send me a three-page porn script. You put that up. I put that up. And Mm -hmm. then I got a a lot of people (laughs) replied. A lot of people replied. And then I have all these scripts on my computer for a few years for just no reason. I just thought they were funny, but what am I doing? Right. And, and then I was talking with my friends, Joe Firestone. She's a very funny comedian. And she was like, you have to do something with them. Otherwise, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, if you died and just <laughs> had those on your computer. People would be like, what the fuck? Like, what did he do in his spare time? Yeah. Um, and so then I thought it'd be fun to have comedians act them out. And we just kind of did it. And they have fun doing it. It's like a weird sex positive anonymous romp type of thing. And. Did you do it in New York also, or was it only the one time oh, out here in LA? I've probably done 30 or 40 of them. We had Ron wow. Jeremy do one of them one time. Really? Very weird, yeah. Oh, my it God. It was Bill Cosby in a Cosby show, porn spoof. Very interesting. Before Bill Cosby got exiled? Or no. <laughs> after? <laughs> after. Oh, okay. <laughs> he took a real interesting take at it. Very professional guy. Very weird. Huge creep. Very professional. When it came to memorizing lines, he's very good at it. Oh my he goes, gosh. I'm so good at me. Ma- he goes, my whole career has been memorizing five lines, <laughs> which is pretty funny. But Just like, what? Yeah, let me show you my dick. Basically. Yeah, that was, that's pretty much most of the lines in the scenes anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did it a long time in New York. Did it a few times out here in L.A. before I moved here. Shot the pilot with MTV because people would come and they really liked the show. And it was like just filming literally the show or you guys did it? The TV show version was a little more well produced than the live show. The live show is almost like a bad high school play. Do you know what I mean? Like I buy all the costumes at a dollar store. There's something (laughs) quaint about it. I I thought it had Um, character. But we put a little bit more effort into the produced show and got costumes and sets and built like a soundstage. And then it just no one wanted it (laughs) so fast. No one. They did not want it. But I feel like you could sell it. To another network like oh, Netflix we or oh we went we went everywhere really but maybe it was before it's time I maybe it now be. because like content is like everyone's looking for content right now because yeah. Disney is kind of taking yeah, maybe everything Disney. away maybe Disney Plus is where we'll put first come hey up. maybe Disney's gonna create another 
channel yeah. where it's just like super hypersexual, kind of yeah. like what they did with Freeform. Freeform used to be ABC Family, and now it's like they're hypersexual. Really? Teen. Yeah. It's where like Undressed would be. Yeah, Undressed would totally be on Freeform okay. now. Like every show on there is just all about like kids linking up and. Banging. I do think that someday it'll come back. Well, basically, the feedback we got from everywhere. I mean, we went to every network and every streaming thing. Blah blah blah. This mm-hmm. is you know a couple years ago. They were just like, well, it's a tough concept to sell, and no one has heard of you either. <laughs> so basically, they were just like, you don't have enough Instagram followers. One hundred percent. I mean, not so. even just, but I think they were just like, either you need to be famous or the idea needs to be bulletproof. Wow. And because it's otherwise, it's two risks. Is so basically what it seemed like. I found your next mission. Yeah. Get famous. I was working on it the other day. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting up, famous. Yeah, I, g- I looked it up. I looked <laughs> up the article on how to do it, but it's su- I got to subscribe to the newspaper to get it. So. Oh man. I know it's where they get you. I think you just need to do a sex tape, right? Like that's just that's like basically the surefire it's worked way. Before. Yeah, just be a Kardashian. <laughs> um, I mean, then I would already be, you know, I just, then you see someone in your life to do a sex tape, and then you can all get famous off of it. Yeah. I don't know anything about the Kardashians, but I feel like that's what happened. The, one of them just did it, and yeah. then the rest of them were, like, dope. I mean, that's we're perfect. We're going to ride this Sometimes wave. you take one for the team. Yeah. I think now it's, I think they really tapped into being famous for nothing, essentially. Yeah. Um, right, like at the right time, and now it's like people are famous for being influencers. Yeah, and YouTube, and it's so fucking bizarre to me. You know what's so crazy is when the Kardashians first got famous. I was like, I hate them. Yeah. I hate what they're doing. And now I'm like, oh, I like them way more than all those influencer people. Yeah, like they actually at least they uh, seem to have their shit together a little bit or care about anything. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like I like Kim Kardashian infinitely more than I did two years ago. She, like, she a- seems like a decent mom and seems smart, and at least re- compared to uh, Logan Paul or which you know whoever these people are. And on how YouTube. is he still around? Didn't I he like know. film some dead guy? In I Japan always confuse or something? Uh, all of them because they're only first names. Yeah, or um, they have two first names like Justin Bobby, yeah, who exactly. was the original two first name yeah person and so i just now that i've come back around on the kardashians i'm like well maybe they are maybe i jumped the gun because now i actually see what talentless can look like and it's not them <laughs> like they yeah. at least appeal to something i mean they they do advocate for some stuff but yeah. the only thing and i think maybe this is just like being a woman and um also i grew up in los angeles so like i used to see them around mm-hmm. before they were like famous mm-hmm. um is all the plastic surgery and just this ideology that like this is what you have to look like oh, sure, now sure. and so it like really fucks you up in the head because n- even though i'm like 33 and i i know that you know it doesn't i don't not everyone that's not everyone's ideal like person that they yeah are attracted to it's still hard to not compare yourself to all yeah, of that because they are the first they are the most prevalent mm-hmm. look yeah and it's just like I'm never going to have D boobs unless I buy them. Yeah. And um, I don't have enough energy to get Botox that much because it does not last. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, yeah, that never even like floats into my radar. I'm just like, well, I like them more than these dudes from YouTube. Yeah. Because at least those, they seem to have any sort of care. So do you think that 
um, YouTube is the next thing on your list that you have to tap into to get famous. I think I'm too old. I think I missed it. I don't. My brother is 20. He is 20 years old. (laughs) He is who people want to make stuff for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's a college guy. That's the audience everyone wants. I don't think he thinks I'm funny. (laughs) He's not your demographic. I don't think so. I think, I think every, I don't. And I don't care, you know, maybe he thinks I'm funny. I think he probably does think I'm funny, but I'm not going to be making vines or. Uh, vines aren't uh, even I, around anymore. Anything I'd make for YouTube would probably be a joke about YouTube. It's overwhelming to me. I don't know. I have an account, but I don't know the last time I uploaded. I use it to upload unlisted videos for auditions to send people. And that's pretty much why I have YouTube. Same. I, I have a YouTube. It's private. And yeah. people are always like. Where can I watch your stand-up? And I'm like, at a show. Right. I have one stand-up <laughs> clip. Sometimes it'll get replaced by a new stand-up clip. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a beer- weird backlog. I don't want to make 7,000 Instagram videos out of one four-minute stand-up clip. Oh, I love doing that. Uh, yeah, I'm so bad at it. <laughs> I just like, I don't tape my sets. I've never watched myself do stand-up. Really? I've never listened to it. It makes me too uncomfortable. No So fucking I can't do it. There's no way. Yeah. So that's the key. Maybe. I just don't. And now I don't do st- like get booked that often in LA to do stand up and if I'm on the road doing long sets I don't tape it cuz I it's mostly messing around. But what if someone's like, "Hey, I want you to headline this club. Can you send us?" I'll send them my most recent tape. Like cuz I'll like do hot tub a couple times a year and tape that and that'll be good enough to keep around for a cl- even if you bomb, you can't bomb at a show like that. And so you're just like, "I'll get a good tape." Is that the show? Like that's the show. Probably in LA for me. I right know. I have been trying to get booked on there for like five years but you know i don't no one that does that show knows who i am and uh, i'm probably not like i the alt scene is very intriguing yeah to me i think there's more overlap really now than ever like i think they're kind of both going away and just becoming one thing yeah because there's more alt people at something like the store than there's really ever been at least in a long 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 time and there's uh you know what I mean? I do a lot of shows like Dynasty Typewriter, like the altest event you could be. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of club people who come and do those shows and everything like that. And, and I think it's because the big people like Marin and Sarah Silverman and people like that just float between both of them. And they're, yeah, I think they're starting to be more open to just wherever there's a show. Like mm-hmm. they just want to do stand up more than ever because yeah. there's so much crazy shit going on in the world right, and <laughs> right it, now they have, you know yeah it's and it's weird but it's nice and i like the store the few times i've only done sets there like three times really mm-hmm. oh see it's i'm not a good hang oh i i think i'm more of a hang than like stand i can't stand and go to a comedy show and like talk to people about comedy for this is long as i've ever talked about comedy in my entire <laughs> life 34 minutes i'm like oh, yeah. i don't even know like yeah. what i'm doing but um, th- I've performed more at clubs than I have at the, m- like, cooler sort of, like, ultra-hip shows around yeah. town, which I want to be able to get on shows everywhere. It's just so hard to – so exhausting. you got to invest a lot of time to I exist know. in one type of scene. Yeah, and I'm 33, and, yeah. I, and I'm at a point where I want stability, and I like having a – apartment yeah health insurance for sure i'm not hungry anymore i guess but maybe that's what i'm doing wrong um so it's okay to uh survive yeah right (laughs) to like have a life outside of yeah i think that's just what happens with everybody is you're not 20 anymore 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't start till I was like 26. I don't know how old you are, but I'm 31. But oh, you're younger than me. Weird. God, now I feel old. <laughs> Couldn't you just lied and just said we were I the could same have. age? I did just turn 31. Just when was your birthday? Saturday. Oh well, happy birthday! Thank you. That's when I think I was asking you to be on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, sorry to bother you. That's okay. I was very free. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what did you do for your birthday? Just hung out with some friends. Not much of anything. That was like the most Vegas response. Yeah, I mean that's all it was. We just like went to a bar and hung out for a little bit. What bar did you go to? Uh, Verdugo Bar in mm-hmm. Glassell Park. Okay. I could walk there. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's okay. Glassell Park. Are you? Is Glassell Park coming up? Is it like becoming like this ultra uh, place to be? I don't know. I think it might be a fake neighborhood <laughs> invented by realtors. Sometimes I think real estate people will come up with neighborhood names. To charge more. To make people want to, like Los Feliz. It's like something like, more like Hancock Park. Mm-hmm. Or like neighborhoods that are very little, mm-hmm. but have a very uh, Rowena place. Yeah. And you're like, I think you made this up to charge more rent. Because yeah. I think this is just two neighborhoods. Yeah, because Hancock Park is like two streets, I feel it's like. It's like uh, four blocks. Yeah. In New York, it definitely happened. There's neighborhoods in Brooklyn that were invented <laughs> by white moms to not send their kids to integrated schools really borum hill in brooklyn which is moms started calling a neighborhood something until they redistrict an entire school district oh my god i didn't even know that it's crazy that's actually really cool yeah so where do you like more new york or la i do some rapid fire questions la's growing on me a little bit yeah it took a year it took why is that it actually is maybe still taking time i mean it's Every time I go back to every time you're on heat when I first moved here I was like I miss New York, I miss New York. Then I go back to New York, I'm like, Oh no, never mind. Mm. I was t- treating myself poorly here and that was like Stockholm syndrome for a city. Mm. Um and then I'll miss New York and then I'll go back and it's an hour for a train and it's no longer this romanticized version of this place. And I don't know. Both of them are fine. I miss Missouri probably more than either of them, but that's just because my family's there and stuff. And that's where you grew up. Yeah. Uh, But I just kind of, you just kind of go do the thing you were going to do in both places. So if you weren't a stand-up or a person that wrote or did Mm -hmm. anything. No entertainment industry. Yeah. What do you think right now today? Probably Chicago. Chicago? It's just kind of where ambitious people from missouri went a lot of the time i mean there's you know i'm from seven hour drive to chicago Mm -hmm. and there's probably 30 or 40 people from my high school class that live there and what are they all doing i don't know married kids right yeah eating hot dogs living in naperville doing living outside of chicago uh or you know kansas city it's a cool place now there's a lot of young people living in kansas city i do you watch shameless it's I'm a show. You'll you'll find out I'm I am have missed the boat on a lot of shows. You don't watch TV. I try to. What? But I usually just end up rewatching King of the Hill or something <laughs> like <laughs> The Sopranos or something, just a random episode. Um, Your reruns guy. I don't think I'm watching anything that's on TV right now. That's still currently a show with new episodes that come out. Glow is that still on? Yeah, I never. I watched it because I knew a couple people in it, and I like to support um, women in comedy. Yeah. But I think, yeah, it was like four seasons. Maybe, yeah, maybe I liked three. it because it never felt too yeah. tense. Yeah. <laughs> it just kind of happened and was pleasant. And you didn't get it. I, 
I get anxiety when I watch some TV shows. Yeah, me too. And I like to find other stuff. Really? Like, I don't like, I can't watch stuff. I can't watch thrillers, really, or when you, like, know that something bad's about to happen. Right. I'm just sort of like, oh, my God, this feels like my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, anticipating. That's why I like Bob's Burgers. I love Bob's because Burgers. Because you can just watch it and feel good, and th there's never really stakes. You know what I mean? The stakes are like they lose a hat. Yeah. Or something <laughs> like that, and you're like, they'll get the hat back. Yeah, or Tina's <laughs> depressed. Right, Tina's sad about butts, and, like, that's kind of <laughs> the whole thing. And it's so nice and funny, and the acting's really fun. And so you like uplifting stuff? Yeah, and then, I mean, I really do like, anytime someone makes me watch something, I've almost always enjoyed it, but okay. I just don't, I get overwhelmed by Netflix. I don't even go on Netflix anymore. I think I made you watch an episode of a show once. Yeah, what was that show? Casual. It was on Hulu, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, and then I we remember an forgetting what <laughs> it was, but I was like, I was like, I know there's, because I, I was going to just watch it, because I was like, well, now at least I'm into this. Yeah. And then I just didn't. It's it five called. seasons now. Yeah, every everything is so. There's too many. No, I've never seen Seinfeld. Si uh, Seinfeld like That's definitely funny. has its novelties. I yeah. really respect Jerry Seinfeld, and I I think that the show, the way it was written, and just uh, fucking writing a show about nothing. Like, mm -hmm. oh my god, that feels like my life. That's like, what they all are now. Yeah, it's like not just you know we're so it takes, but yeah, watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, but casual. That was a whole hour, and I could not believe that I was able to get someone <laughs> to watch an I, hour I of so the most. I so rarely <laughs> watch something new, but then if I do five minutes in, I'm like, okay, I have to see what happens here. That's true, yeah, and it was like the most depressing yeah. first episode of any <laughs> show ever. Yeah, I don't. Uh, but it got better. You should keep watching I'll it. I'll get back into it. Yeah, it's on Hulu. It uh, gets real good. Did, oh, I watched Rami. I just finished that also. I love that. I love but that. I love him. Rami so I think even, you know, I, other than that, I don't know if I would have watched it if it wasn't Rami in it. That's true. W if I would have seen it on TV and I didn't know him or Dave mm -hmm. as well. I love Dave's secondary yeah, character that really just kind of pops in and out. Yeah. He's a, he did it so well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Rami was like one of the first people I met when I first started doing stand-up. Um and I think he had been doing it a little bit longer than me, but he was just so nice. And yeah, if you're nice to me, I will rep your shit. He's the nicest. Yeah. He's so funny. It's a good show. It is. The writing is really good. It's a good show. I like the tone of that show. What? Yeah, I can't think of. I guess that that's like the only thing that I watch that's still a show with new episodes. It's no, it's it's all done. Oh, but I think is it going to be another season? Maybe. Yeah, he got picked up for okay. another season. So that counts. I think it was like what ten episodes. Mm, something like that. I don't know. I just finished it. Yeah. Or The Good Place. There it is. There's something that I do watch. Everyone loves that show. It's pretty good. I I watched the first, like, two seasons, mm -hmm. but I'm one of those people that if I'm watching something and a person was attached to it with me, like, if I was watching it with someone and we were dating and then it didn't work out or you were, like, my friend and you... Um, did something to me and now I'm resentful. I get yeah. triggered and I can't watch it. I understand that. <laughs> so I can't watch that show anymore. Yeah. Because I was in a relationship for a long time. Oh, I have an ex out. that I hope just finished The Sopranos. That's all I wish for her. <laughs> is that when, when we ended it, I, I really hope on her own she finished The Sopranos. Because <laughs> she was really enjoying it. <laughs> so funny. Okay, so shows. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so you... I think I've known you like a significant amount of time now, which is like kind of amazing. But I think the reason that we even ever 
I was ever even on your radar or mine and vice versa was because of social media. Yeah. And uh, like, what do you think? I mean, you're right about comedy poster faces. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just kind of see people's face and name. Yeah. And then you feel like you know them. Mm -hmm. Like I did a show on Monday just at a bar and this kid that Neil Nanda was like on a show with, he had posted like a clip of him and I was like, oh, that was a really funny bit. I followed him just randomly and then he showed up at the show and I was, I love to do this thing where I just talk to people like I already know them mm -hmm. and it completely freaks them out. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I did that with him and he was like, I was like, hey, what's up? I was like, how about that thing the other day? And he was like, have we ever met? And I was like, no. <laughs> but social no, but good media, question. Yeah. Right? Like, do you ever have that happen? Like, do people from, because of your um, show and like, Bose Battle and Sirius XM and everything like do you have you ever run into people on the street or like some sometimes you know at some point you just kind of are grateful that anyone's coming to anything right yeah so and I'm like just happy that they're there do you uh, ever get weirded out when people want to take pictures with you it doesn't happen enough to be really a weird thing yeah oh. you know like because after you do like a club especially if it's a club like an improv or sort of like a more chain type of club or a Midwest club. People like to take pictures because they like to feel because it's the thing they did that week. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, now it's like you got if you didn't so post about it. They get excited to take a picture with the comedian. They don't care what your name is lots of the time. That's and not true. in a mean way. Yeah. But they're just sort of happy, and then that's fun. And I'm, I'm flattered by that if people aren't mad when they leave. Do you have creepy fans? Any Some. Any, like... Any weird, like, DM? What are your DMs looking like right now? They are active. <laughs> <laughs> is that what? Because you told weird. me. It is weird. It is weird. I mean, I turned off, I deleted, like, the Twitter app, and mm. I deleted the Facebook app, and I deleted that. St but I ca you can't delete Instagram. It's, the only, it's only an app. Yeah. But I turned off all notifications for Instagram, and not because of creepers in my DMs, mm -hmm. but just because it all overwhelms me and makes me sad. And so I deleted it all. And then since then, I'll I get a lot of message requests mm -hmm. that pop up in that other area. Yeah, and you don't see it right away. Usually, I don't see it. that's not where yours went because we know each other. But yeah, I let me preface, guys. Uh, he told me <laughs> I thought that you were totally dissing me when I was trying to get you to come on the yeah. podcast, and then I'm so unorganized. And uh, he wrote me and said, "Sorry, I turned off my notifications," and I was like, "Oh." I'm so in my mind, I was like, I'm really glad that he's telling me this because it really justifies now how much more successful he is that he gets so many DMs <laughs> and notifications. It's just not it's not even <laughs> that it's so many. It's just that any remind me and then I get on the app and then I spend 15 minutes on it. You're and, so popular. Uh, I mean, even if it's it's you know how it is like you. It, I just I hate uh, them. I hate the apps. They make me sad. And they make me. Depressed. But we have to be and on the apps. I want enough success to delete them all. I'd like enough success to delete them all. Whose career? Whoever doesn't have social media. Okay. So let's think about that. Who do we know? Joe Mandy. Okay. Who else? He deleted. He bought a million Twitter followers. Really? From a robot. He spent like $1,000 and he bought a million Twitter followers and then he deleted Twitter. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that. Now he writes TV and does stand up and seems happy. Probably isn't happy at all, but you know what I mean. Yeah. We all fake it till we make it. Um, It's great. Or if you have something like Instagram... And all you do is promote a show with it, and people show up because of it. That's great. Yeah, I mean, that's probably... I was just talking to Katie, my house guest, um, in the car about this on the way here today, that 
I honestly am at a place and I think this is really healthy because I never used to feel this way ever because I'm such a fucking millennial. We both are. Uh, that I don't think I would have social media had I not been involved in stand-up. I also, it's very, my brother doesn't have it. Like, yeah. I use him as, a, I know I keep, he, I use him as a barometer for what people actually care about. What is, what do he people care about? He has Snapchat, but he only uses it to text. He doesn't, like, read stories or anything on there. But, like, why not just text on your phone? It takes up space on your phone. On Snapchat, it deletes and goes away, and you can kind of, I don't well, know. he's I sending dick pics. That's what he's I mean, I assume you're 20-year-old. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> he's um, just doing it because he doesn't want No, he used it just to send, like, what's up and stuff like that, like, legitimately. Well, I guess Instagram's kind of turned into that for me, like, my direct messages. I talk to a lot of people instead yeah. of texting me. They DM me, which is weird. Yeah, and, I mean, my, my brother is on Instagram. I think he's posted two pictures ever. So is Instagram. He doesn't do any of that. He uses Twitter to follow sports, I think, but that's it. Is this the that gener is this the Z the Z generation? Yeah. Are they not doing social media or is it like all just influencers? It's gonna be other stuff like Snapchat and there'll just be new ones. But it's weird. I don't know. Facebook I think is disappearing and is almost dead. And it always makes me sad. And I would like to be at a success point to where I don't have to rely on it to feel like I'm still building something. Or like connecting with people, right? Connecting with people, promoting things. It'd be nice to just be able to not have to do the constant barrage of promotion behind running something. Do you think that it's going to all die again and we're going to have like this resurgence of like going back to the old ways? Like obviously cell phones are still going to always exist mm -hmm. now because landlines are pretty much almost obsolete unless you're working in an office. Or yeah, I don't know if it'll all go away. I think it I think something like email is still the most effective way. Right. If you want to actually get a message across. So I think it'll be more stuff like email and like hologram mail like we're all just gonna be able to <laughs> like, like all of a sudden like and yeah stuff. <laughs> that would be nice uh but i don't know and i don't know how to do it i'm bad at promoting who invented the internet depends on if you ask al gore or not. <laughs> why does al gore think he invented the internet i don't know i guess he's one of the people who invested in the really? technology that made it or something i really only know this from a snickers commercial anyways <laughs> <laughs> okay and like remember commercials right like, that's crazy. But now that the, how much better is the option to pay to not have them? But it's that's what cable was. When cable first came out, you were just paying to not have commercials. That's true. I mean, I, I guess, but sometimes I do miss the nostalgia aspect because, like, I hate commercials, but also I want to be in them because you can still make a fuck ton <laughs> of money. Yeah, yeah, you can ask Grant Gordon. He's in all those Nextel commercials or whatever it is. Yeah. Boost Mobile. Probably yeah. good money. Killing. Uh, I mean, what it just keeps happening, so it's like. TV comes out, and then TV gets commercials. So then cable comes out, and it's like, if you pay more, you won't get commercials. Mm -hmm. And then cable adds commercials. And then you got Hulu. Now there's Hulu and Netflix. Netflix. Hulu adds commercials. Yeah, but I pay for, th I have, I'm fancy. And so you pay the twelve ninety nine or whatever, the eleven ninety nine. I have all the Hulu. No commercials. No commercials. But they keep changing it's gonna keep you're just gonna keep it's gonna be key you know they're gonna keep sliding ads into the stuff that you didn't pay mm -hmm. and then like in my instagram more and more premium. oh yeah for sure ads, we're gonna see ads man. for hulu after talking about this and probably for microphone cables i know and porn and yeah yeah all porn, the big three <laughs> um dicks hey yeah there, if there is there any porn online yeah Let's see if we can find any hey, um fbi fbi <laughs> please let my feed have lots of dick in it if you say please, they'll make it faster. Yeah. I mean, they're listening. Yeah. I have one of those, like, 
Siri things out there, the mm-hmm. Echo or whatever, but I haven't set it up because I, like, what do I need that? Like, I got it as a gift. Yeah. But I haven't, I don't know. Everyone says they're, like, really cool. I guess you can, like, ask it stuff. But what do I ever ask my phone? I go on Google a lot. I think, I don't think people like talking to stuff. I think that's a big tech misstep that has happened. No one likes to talk to their, people like to type and be quiet. Well, yeah, because when I talk to fucking Siri in my car, she's always wrong. Always wrong. She never calls the person I want her to call. She always brings up the courthouse, and I'm like, are you subliminally (laughs) trying? Why do I have to go to court? Did I miss, like, a jury summons? This is how you get served now, (laughs) is Siri just slowly redirects you to the courthouse over and over again. What if, like... That technology started where you got in your car and people that were like evading the police or like evading their responsibilities, your car locked you in the car and For made sure you go. When cars drive themselves. That's that's scary. I mean, it'll be. I wonder if when cars drive themselves, if you'll be allowed to speed. Or what if like the car? It's like that one David Hasselhoff show from the Night Rider. Yeah. What if? And then, like, the car turns on you. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole thing, how technology is supposed to, like, eventually turn on us. And yeah. we're going to we'll all, right. all be murdered. Oh, we'll be dead by then. Like, you think? Because, like, what about Black Mirror? Have you been watching? Do you watch Black Mirror ever? I watch Black Mirror. Oh, man, you got to watch Black Mirror. You're going to feel real depressed. Yeah, that's kind of why I don't want to watch it. No, but I think that you'll, like, feel depressed. But then you'll be like, oh, my God, it was so it was such a good, like depression i felt mm-hmm. for eight hours because you're gonna watch it all in one sitting oh okay i thought it was one eight hour episode <laughs> no but they all essentially like go into themselves mm-hmm. so. okay i probably still won't watch it <laughs> okay. i have because if it's uh, i just yeah i don't want to feel it's the same reason i'm not watching chernobyl i'm not watching that either because it make me too sad well i are you like this like i sometimes like i haven't watched game of thrones Mm -hmm. because i felt like too many people were telling me i needed to watch it and i don't like to keep up on the trends as much to me i like game of thrones you're fine by not watching it uh like chernobyl is just so weird for me to people like you gotta watch chernobyl it's great they all die like it's like it's not great i know what happened it's it's very very sad it's history and for people to be like it's so good well written okay well yeah but how is it good? Because it's so bad? Because uh, it, it's I the guarantee acting. you there's like a dog that melts, and it would make me too sad. Oh, my gosh. That is so sad. I like animals the most. Yeah. Um, I, how do you feel about the homeless problem in down? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we only have like uh, six minutes left. I do and think I it's <laughs> weird that Google Maps has Skid Row as a neighborhood. Yeah, because people legitimately live there now. They do live there. But I thought it could only be a neighborhood if you could get mail. <laughs> Not according to Google Maps. It's fucked up. I think it's. I think that's like that is what I do think about when I think about the homeless situation in Los Angeles is that it's so ignored. It's, a it's acknowledged. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Doctor Drew was on the radio the other day. I still listen to the radio. Great. Because I'm, you know, I'm trying to bring it all back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was really passionate about these the issues, and I work downtown, so obviously it's like thrusted in my face every day, and it's um, messed up. But that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> this podcast we'll is solve about. it. You said five minutes. Let's solve yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> let's see what we can do. Um, so that's cool. So you had a birthday. Did have a birthday. Um, and you went to a bar. Great. Did you black out? I didn't. I can't drink like that anymore at all. But you're like so young. You're only oh, thirty-one. I know. I know. I know. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> no, it's weird. I don't drink that much anymore. 
Mm-hmm. If I, it'll be once or twice a month, if that. Wow. And then usually it just kind of is getting drunk. And so I can't do one or two drinks in a night. I just, I get tired and have a headache no mm-hmm. matter how much. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, I might as well just get drunk. If I'm I was going to say your this. skin looks great. Oh, online. Got it all online. Online. It, I don't know whose skin it was, but <laughs> they, it's Amazon Prime. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, that's the first time I drank in a while. I got kind of drunk really quickly. I was very hungover. But it was all right. It was fun. You felt like you celebrated? Yeah, it was nice. 31? Yeah. What do you think your best life has been? Like, what birthday? Like, like do we have hope? Is Pro- there hope for 32? I think that 30, I think they kind of had always been getting better, but 30 was really good. 30, I was performing at Bonnaroo, mm. last Bonnaroo. Oh, wow, it's rough. And uh, so I got to spend my 30th birthday on Mushrooms, seeing bands that I love. That's dope. And doing comedy for people while I was on mushrooms, which was very. We did a boast rattle, uh, and I was just boast rattle, roast battle, uh, boast rattle. uh, Yeah, yeah, and I was. It was very fun. And you didn't record that because you don't record any of your sets. Oh no, I didn't record that because I was on mushrooms and time and video were just a construct that we all agree (laughs) upon. (laughs) Um, That's crazy. It was a really nice time, and there were good people there, and it was a fun festival. And so thirty was a good solid birthday and 31 was nice and low-key mm-hmm. and you got do you have any shows coming up i have show live podcast at dynasty typewriter on the 27th of june oh cool i think that's a thursday s- thursday yeah so we got comedians writing movies and tv shows they've never seen and oh. they're gonna read their scripts maybe i'll come on out it's fun this will hopefully air before then. If not, if thank I get you my for shit coming. together. <laughs> thanks to everyone who heard this and has already have had came. Yeah, the fourteen people that stalk me. Um, if, if I you sold fourteen tickets to the show, I get so happy. Would you? Yeah. Are you scared that you're not going to sell enough? I'm not scared anymore. Well, are they doing it on the stage or are they doing it where like people sit in the seats and usually then? in the seats for never seen it. We've been doing pretty good. Oh, dope. Okay, what's the key to a successful um, running co- successful comedy show? I wish I knew. I don't know. I think you have to make a unique idea and have friends. Have hopefully people like doing it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Do you have any um names? Any name dropping you want to do? It's gonna be one. on the show. Nah, no. What of who have we had? We had like Dan Harmon and Henry Zabrowski and Sister Zameda and oh don't. Uh, those are our last few. That's cool. Yeah. So you don't like TV. Um, I like it. I just have a hard time committing <laughs> to watching something new. But then every time I do watch something new, I watch all the way through and get excited about it. I think Fleabag is going to be my next one. Oh, yeah. I started watching that. Yeah. Um, I put a mattress topper on my bed. Is it too soft? I think it's great. Is it comfortable? Yeah, it's a nice bed. Okay. I'm I'm still... Jury's still out for me. That's, that's why you get directed to the courthouse. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I'm glad we have like... Two minutes, yeah. so I feel like I need to ask you every single thing I want to know about you Let's in do two it. minutes. Okay. okay. Favorite color? Oh, this will take me three minutes to answer. Is oh, that okay? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can only pick one. First oh, thing that man. Comes I don't know. I like cerulean. What color is that? It's like cerulean-ish. Oh, my God. Like okay, in between white and dark cerulean. Pizza? Yeah, yes I like pizza. No. Okay. What's up? Yes or no? I like pineapple on pizza, even. Oh, man. I'll people hate you. I'll say it right now. People hate you right they now. They do. It's not a good time for me. OMG. Um, <laughs> all right. How do you feel about vertical blinds? 
Like these here? I fucking hate them. I always like the thing I don't have more. I have curtains, mm-hmm. and I get tired of moving the curtains. Really? But then every time I move vertical blinds, I'm like, these are the most annoying thing Dude, I've ever seen Dude, they fall off, and yeah. you can't put them back up. Yeah. Someone that lived here before, like, wrecked them, I think. Yeah. And then it stinks that you can't lean against them. No, you can't lean. I'm going to take them out, yeah. and then I'm going to put shades. Great. Black out. So I can black out. <laughs> Soberly. Since Soberly. you don't drink anymore, that's how you'll black out. I don't yeah. black out. Um, next, I black out more in conversations now that I'm sober than yeah. I ever did when I was. I drinking. would imagine being sober and talking to drunk people is a good way to black out in a conversation. You get to a place where you're just like, oh my god, these people exist. Yeah, they're like zombies. Yeah, and then I go, I was like that. Yeah. I can't believe that I lived in an alternate reality for so long. It's all good. Yeah, one year. That's great. Next That's Wednesday. success. You make a podcast about people being successful. That's success. Sober yeah. for a year. Yeah, I mean. It's a real tangible success. It's the longest I've ever fully committed to anything in my entire life. It's great. You got to <laughs> start at some point. <laughs> yeah. Like anything else in my life, I've like always kind of done it like halfway. Yeah. Like much like this podcast. That's great. But you, you know, this will be a year in and you'll have a year anniversary show that before you know it. Yeah, maybe. So fast. I mean, you're number 10, so that's pretty right. cool. That's Ten weeks? Ten, yeah, I would say. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, cool, Kyle. Kyle, uh, I'm really glad you came. Thanks for having me. Yeah, the sun's now going down. I know. I always think it's weird to like do things and then you're passing time and the sun is going down. I the don't worst know is a nap. If you fall asleep when it's light and wake up when it's dark, uh, I lose track of what year it is. Do you f- I feel really depressed whenever I yeah. do that. Yeah, Like I get to a place where... oh. We are running out of time. Oh, no. Is it going to free? If it fills up the card, it might not save the entire file. No, it won't fill up the card. It's just when I transfer it, mm-hmm. uh, then I have to do all this shit. And it's going to, it takes me a while. This is exciting. All right. Well, we're going to say bye. This was fun. We have to stop this before the sun goes down. Yeah. Okay. Peace out. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I am legend. <laughs>